My name is Chris Sims. And my name is Jordan D. White. And this is Sailor Commentary, where we do commentary on Sailor Moon. That's right, everybody. Uh, If you are listening to the main Sailor Business Podcast, and if you are not, I do not know why you are here. But I guess, you know what? This might be a good place to start, actually. Yeah. Uh, We have done 199 episodes of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime. All we have left to do is the finale, which I still have not watched. Ever. Oh, good. Thank goodness. Not once. That's great. But before we get to that, we wanted to go back and do a little something special. So over the next couple of weeks, as we lead up to Usagi Skino's birthday on June 30th. We're going to do commentary on all 199 episodes. Do, yes, it's going to be 100 <laughs> hours of commentary track. <laughs> I have a pot of coffee brewed. <laughs> No, no, we're not going to do that, thankfully. So, so it's Mystery Sailor Theater 3000? Oh, oh, that's a good one, too. That's a good one, too. Uh, it's c- c- comment our, sa- c- our sailors. Mm. Or save our sailors. Mm. That no. one didn't work. That one didn't work. No. Joining us is Annie Creighton. Hi, Annie. Hi. How's it going? It's good. Uh, but yeah, this is... Uh, we're going to be going through... A couple of fan favorite episodes, uh, starting with the first one. We are going to do the very first episode of Sailor Moon, this episode 001, and we're going to do a commentary track. So if you want the full experience of this episode, uh, I am sorry, you cannot drive or wash it. Di- well, you can probably wash dishes, actually, but you can't drive. Uh, or, or dishes in the gym would be more difficult, but I think you can pull it off, but not while driving. Maybe as a passenger. But uh, sync this up with... Sailor Moon Episode 1, Crybaby Usagi's Magnificent Transformation. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that in a second. Uh, and, and that way you can listen to us talk about the very first episode of Sailor Moon before we get to the very last episode of Sailor Moon, after which there was no more Sailor Moon ever. Mm. Turns out, very weird. Mm. Hmm. Any have you ever done a commentary track before? I have not. This is all new to me. Okay. Jordan, you said you haven't done one either. No, I've only listened to them. I thought about it, but I've never actually gotten to it. What would you do a commentary track on? Besides, of course, of course, the Atlas Shrug trilogy, which I know you love. <laughs> no, I don't love it. And that's why I do a commentary on it. But um, I think uh, the, the main thing would be uh, Evil Dead. I'd want to do an Evil Dead commentary. Hmm. Uh, it's because I do love it so much. Um, but aside from that, I don't know. I've thought I've I've thought about all sorts of. I mean, there's so many movies I love. I like I like horror movie franchises, so it would be fun to do commentary on like multiple movies in a row. Probably Friday the Thirteenth would be the fun one. That would be so many. <laughs> it's like twelve. There's a lot of Fridays the Thirteenth. <laughs> yeah, I think there's twelve movies. There's at least oh, wait, there's only twelve. I believe there are only twelve. Well, the prophecy has not yet been fulfilled. Yeah, they stopped at the wrong time, right? Or, or did they? <laughs> they did. Is my question. Uh, what if you you said you've listened to them? Do you have like a favorite commentary track that you've listened to? Um, now, do you mean like commentary tracks uh, that come on DVDs, or do you mean the the podcast versions? Either. 
either I, well because um i mean i used to back in the early days of dvd i used to watch commentaries of like every movie i bought because it was such a new and novel thing i'm trying to remember any that particularly stand out uh to me uh, i mean just the ones where the, the actors really are, and, and and filmmakers are really enjoying the movies are the are the best ones uh to me i mean listen i used to be a big kevin smith fan so i used to listen to all those ridiculous ones where they would all goof the entire time and i know you're not a fan of his at all but nowadays, uh, I've mentioned them before, but the podcast uh, with Gorley and Rust, they have a Patreon. And uh, for the Patreon tier that I'm at, uh, once a month, they do a commentary on a different horror movie. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Gorley's also done some good uh, commentaries for the James Bond podcast that he does. Oh, sh- yeah, sure. He must have. Yeah. With, uh, uh, have you listened Mara, to those? Yeah. Uh, I have. I've, I listened to a at least one of them i can't remember which movie it's for there's 23 of those movies yeah so, uh i haven't seen that many although i ha- i did watch all of the um daniel craig ones during the pandemic and i really liked him i was recently on uh jake mason's podcast specter uh which is a james bond podcast where we talked for uh longer than the length of the movie i believe about the <laughs> film a view to a kill which was where james bond fights christopher walken and grace jones that's awesome it's one of my faves it's terrible <laughs> Annie, do you have you done a commentary track before? I have not. Uh, if right, I, I think I just asked you that, but I'm asking you did. Again. Uh, if I if I if I was going to do one though, it would probably be Jupiter Ascending. But I think I would just sort of keep breaking into giggles over a lot of things, and then every time the gun fired, I would just repeat the fact that the gun goes bark bark. It I'm... wouldn't be very coherent, but you know, maybe it'd be fun for someone to listen to. Goodness knows everyone has to listen to me when I re- when I watch Jupiter Ascending. I'm honestly a little surprised that there has not been like a commentary track episode of I Will Fight You yet. Because it, feel- it feels like they're about the right length and about the right intensity. I'm yeah, sure honestly, that. like, especially because, you know, we, we, we do a fairly decent, like, beat by beat recap on some movies. But sometimes we'll actually go longer than the movie's actual runtime. Uh, like... I think the raw edit of our Street Fighter episode was like three hours, but we were also super rusty at the time. But but Lucas Brown, our editor, usually uh, edits our episodes like about an hour and a half. So like it probably would be about movie runtime for a lot of them. Well, but for a commentary track, you don't want to have to edit it. You want it to just sync up perfectly naturally. That's true. So honestly, yeah, so it would this probably is the part that should that everything should be super smooth and crisp. <laughs> Jake's really putting the time in on on this ten minutes before we get into the commentary, and then Jake gets a vacation. Oh, you know what I forgot to mention as a favorite commentary, just because I like meta things, is of course commentary the musical. I'm, are you familiar with that? I absolutely am. not. Sounds like I would hate it. You, I don't. You, you might. Um, it's uh, on Doctor uh, Ho- Horrible's. Uh, what is it called? Doctor Horrible's sing along blog. Yeah. Uh, the 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 Joss Whedon uh, movie. That, the thing that he put together during the writer's strike with writer's Neil Patrick strike. Harris. Confirmed um, that I would, in fact, hate it. You would probably hate it, yeah. They wrote a whole separate section. They, they wrote a whole second musical yeah. uh, of commentary. Yeah, the commentary track on the DVD is a, a musical in which they all play themselves and are singing about making the movie. And it even does sometimes still appropriately sync up with the movie that they're commenting on supposedly even though it is a written thing it it's very meta and very fun and i like meta things and i know 
right now, and Joss Whedon is not uh, a person people like to talk about, but he has done some things that are good. So there it does are. get really uncomfortable during the song "There's No Asian in the Movie," sung by the Asian woman who was originally considered for the role that uh, Felicia Day eventually replaced her on. Well, she also co-wrote the movie, and she did, and was one of the EPs, and she was the one of the showrunners on Agents of Shield. Very mm-hmm. talented. All of this is making my like the inside of my skin itch. <laughs> I don't think you're the kind of person that has a whole lot of patience for it. It's awful to hear about. <laughs> I've done a grip of commentary tracks. Uh, we've done a couple on War Rocket Ajax, which is the podcast that I've been doing for the past 11 years. Matt Fraction always joins us at Christmas time. And so we've done, we did a Die Hard commentary track and a Gremlins commentary track. I love Gremlins. Matt and I did a Phantasm commentary track just because, because that movie rules. Actually, like mask of interesting no 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 no, no. phantasm uh the the horror question mark uh movie about the yeah, tall wait, man. you hate horror movies okay but like there's a specific kind of horror movie that i hate and phantasm does not qualify because phantasm does have a dude who has a shotgun with four barrels that does sound like a Chris Sims thing. I, yeah. I, I, that that honestly sounds like something you would you would stat for Dungeons and Dragons. If I'm being real, Which, did you stat stat that for Dungeons and Dragons? I feel like there were a lot of guns. Side note, fun fact: there was a three barreled shotgun because that's what I could find art of that I called El Fantasmo. Oh my God, Christopher no, it was, it was Sims! Fantasma. That's what it was. <sighs> there you go. Yeah, because I gave all the all the guns uh, Spanish names because I thought that was fun. Was, he did cowboy themed so we now we've been doing this for a little bit without starting the commentary and the whole point of this was to keep it as a commentary so i want us to move to it but before we do uh i just I want didn't to finish you, listing off all the commentary tracks i've done but that's fine jordan oh I, i'm sorry when you said you had done a zillion of them i didn't think you were going to list them all i thought that meant more than well, I should we list. asked to <laughs> i just i did just want to point out i did one very recently on the apocryphal's podcast which is uh sailor business before the bible uh, mm-hmm. where Benito Sereno and I watched uh, the incredibly scripturally accurate film, mm-hmm. The Da Vinci Code. Uh, g- great movie about triangles. And <laughs> honestly, a, a hoot that everyone should watch. I have been vaguely tempted to read those novels because I've been reading mystery novels. I've, I've actually been working my way through Agatha Christie for the last uh, like six months. Then you would be very disappointed by the mystery <laughs> structure in the Da Vinci Code. Okay, well, that's good to know. Yeah. And I should, watch, should not read it then. Here's the thing. You should not watch. You should watch the Da Vinci Code because it is a hilarious movie. You should mm-hmm. definitely watch Angels and Demons. Oh boy. Which is a movie where the Illuminati try to blow up the Vatican with antimatter bombs. It's That's a little sequel. bit different from a small Belgian man with fancy <laughs> mustaches uh, <laughs> decide, figuring out which actor has committed a crime this episode. Wait, uh, wait, uh, did they do all three movies? Because it's a three three book yes. series, isn't it? There, they did there, all three? There, there is a third one that is not, you have to pay money for it, so I have not seen it yet. Oh, and are they all Ron Howard or did he just do the first one? I think he did all three. They're all Tom Hanks. Wow. So. Nice. Tom Hanks anyway. committed to the third one too? Dang. Inferno. I mean, they make money, I think. Anyway, so my question about the commentary that we're about to do is this. Uh, because I know that when we do the normal Sailor Business episodes, mm-hmm. uh, you try to keep us focused, but we don't always stay focused. How focused are we trying to stay here? <laughs> Listen, 
listen, let the spirit move you where it may, because honestly, <laughs> we have a we have a time limit on this yeah. one, and however we fill that is up to us. Okay, all right. The world is yours, like Tony Montana said. So if like it, <laughs> if we go on a a ten minute uh thing where we're just talking about something else for 10 minutes and then go oh right sailor moon that's okay all right that's content baby love it i, I look it's meant to be listened to i know I while know. the episode is playing so we'll we'll do our best but you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be oh. as much of a, a hard ass as i usually am another another favorite another favorite commentary is on the commentaries on the dvds of mr show every season they would pick the sketch they thought was the worst sketch and have have them just uh that's a great concept make a new uh dialogue for it just like re- improvise a new scene over it that's really funny that's a good, oh. that's a good idea and and on the they might be giants video collection direct from brooklyn right, do you remember when i just said All you right. could just wander off on tangents <laughs> Let's, yeah you meant after we started gotcha gotcha okay. yeah okay so here's what we're gonna do we are watching uh episode one of sailor moon uh we are watching the hulu version uh, we have a, a little watch party going, but um turns out Hulu does not really know how that works because it doesn't synchronize with everybody, but whatever. Uh, but if you go there, load up episode one, uh, The Crybaby, Usagi's Beautiful Transformation is what it's called there. Uh, go all the way back, rewind it all the way, hit that negative 10 seconds button to go uh, to the very beginning. You should be at 24 minutes and 40 seconds remaining. And I'm going to count us in and I'm going to hit play, as, as should the two of you. Yep. So here we go in it's it's three, two, one play. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one play. Is that that Viz logo? That's got that good Viz. Don't have that Viz contact that I used to have. Oh, sorry to hear uh, it. Who sent me Blu-rays for free. Oh, so hey, I, uh, I don't think it affects the runtime, but did you guys put on the dub or the sub? Uh, uh, dub, dub apparently. I think is what I'm watching. Yeah. Oh, wait, you did the watch party, so we're all doing the same thing. We are. <laughs> yeah, I guess. So you picked for us. I was going to do sub. Yeah, but I've, got the, I've got the audio English, and I've got the uh, subtitles in English, too. Yeah, I'm just going to make sure it's down low enough that I can barely hear it. So this I is it. Want it to distract uh, me. Written by Sukihiro Tomita, directed by Junichi Sato. Look at that, Luna! Matsushita, based on a true story by what? Naoko Takeuchi. No. Not, I mean, based on a true location. <laughs> yeah. That's how, this that's location, the location in this opening. <laughs> oh, not the opening, the, the whole story. Because isn't like the jewelry store like real or something like that? I can't remember. No, what, so, no, hey, wait a, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's with the creepy mask? Yeah, what's with, what's with uh, V for Tuxedo? Yes. Over there? Yeah. Why? I don't, I don't, I mean, I, again, I, you know, I like that guy. It would be pretty cool if he did wear that, though, and, like, that's how he showed up, right? Oh, hey, uh, I actually have a Sailor Moon development. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, friend you of the show, Sam. The real show? Okay. No, no, screw the real show. Wow. We're getting it here. All right. Wow. Wow. <laughs> After all this time, friend the of the show comes out. Friend of the show, Sam Bettenker, sent me <laughs> sent stickers. Me stickers as well with that amazing washi tape. Yes, oh, that watch absolutely. Stickers of all the Sailor Senshi as little kittens. Uh, stickers that now adorn my, my, the front of my laptop. They're amazing. They're adorable. It's fantastic. Uh, Sam did, like, 
I emailed her immediately and I was like, this nearly brought tears to my eyes. It made my day so much happier. There's that blanket we all want. Yep. She's, yeah, did I you know that she's 14? She's so a bit of a klutz. Really? Yeah. No. What, what are her hobbies? They tell us? I was sitting on the sofa with my wife and we were talking about how Usagi's birthday is coming up. And I was like, I was like, what is she? Like, like I know yeah, like, I Matt Wilson's Gemini. His birthday is in like early June. What is she? Oh, and what is her and star then was like, Oh, she's a cancer. And I was like, oh, right. She's How 14 years you? old. She's a cancer. Her blood type is, oh, I've said that <laughs> one million times in my life. I know, Chris, I know we've determined this a million times, but how old is she going to be? Is she uh, our I age or my age sister's or? age? I think she was born in 78. So she's yeah, a year she's, older She's 14 me. in 1992. So she's going to be, she's going to be, uh, what, 43? Yeah, she's going to be 43. Same age as Brett and Link, I think. <laughs> And a year older than me. Yeah, Kinamoto Sakura, like Card Capture Sakura, she's gonna be uh thirty-five this year. Oh, here's here's another thing I would like toys of or 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 a t-shirt of or something. Luna with the two band-aids on her head. Uh look, I was about to say that I would like be totally into seeing uh a show about like forty-three year old Usagi and like what she's up to. Presumably she's Queen of the Universe by now. <laughs> I'm less uh, interested in that. But I would be all in on a Card Capture Sakura series where she's like in her mid 30s in a wonderful lesbian marriage with uh with her second cousin. With what's her name? Tomio, her second cousin. That's her. Yeah. Yeah. Listen. Maybe we'll do some rewrites. It's one of the least inappropriate relationships in that show, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, that, that show uh, looked at Usagi and Memory for like, uh, hold my beer, because I'm not <laughs> old enough to drink it. I mean, I, I, I would be interested in a show about older Usagi if it wasn't about her <laughs> ruling the universe. Like, I'm less interested. Well, it's in... about time for her to rule the universe. No, no, yeah. I know. Like... I'm just saying that's not a story I'm super interested in. I want... Well, there was that one, uh, there was that one special that they did uh, for uh, Super Sentai, right? Where it was like three of the Super Sentai uh, female characters that were like middle-aged moms now. Yes. Yes. I haven't watched oh. that, but I've seen like bits and pieces, and it looks uh, great. Same. And it how looks much like I loved everything I'd ever want. Oh that... no, it's Melvin. There's Melvin. What's the name of the movie, Chris? That that I loved. That's the About Evil the Dead. Rope. No, that oh, that was it. Yep. No, the, the it's a uh, it's one of the it's it's of the kind of one that you like and I don't watch a lot of about the people in the giant suits um, and a, a a kid with a giant mech, and then halfway through the movie, he's all of a sudden forty five years old because it's like. I have no idea what you're talking about, Jordan. What? Karate. Karate Robo. Karate Robo Zabagar. That sound. That's it. Yes. Yes. Okay. That movie rules. Uh, I owned it on DVD and never watched it. I think it's out in the shed. Oh, are you kidding me, dude? Okay. Well, I just kind of spoiled. I only have so much time. Listen, listen, Chris, listen. Oh, wait, wait, hang on. I just want to talk about how much I love Taylor V. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, she the, rules. She's the reason first, this show exists. First Sailor Senshi to appear yep. in both, in, in all three, the anime, the manga, and the live-action version, Well, Sailor V. Not counting the opening. Uh, not counting the opening, no. Yeah. Um, Chris, I, I already just spoiled it, but you, you need to watch it, because I, I watched it knowing nothing about it, and that blew my mind. It's 45 minutes of the movie is a kid and his giant robot, and then halfway through the freaking movie... 
he like the the bad guys win and it jumps to like 30 years later and he's like a washed out old dude and has to like get back into things and work with his freaking robot again it's amazing it sounds depressing no because it's got a happy <laughs> ending spoiler it's good oh here she is oh here working that ball Queen oh. herself She's that throne be. that's Man. a ridiculous throne it's so big who's that like the, uh, that's a great question. Of? Maybe that's what. No, I don't know. Uh, oh. Okay, so now let's determine: is there any connection between her and Galaxia, and what is it? And Sailor Galaxia. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who is the ultimate evil? Right. Th- I mean, there's not because Queen Barrel dies and never comes back. <laughs> and that's my one huge frustration with this show. Because if I was right, look, look, Jen. listen. If I was writing that last season of Sailor Moon, Queen Queen Beryl and Rubius and Mistress Nine <laughs> and them two aliens. No, not Alan and Anne. They're their friends now. Yeah, I mean they would come back though. Oh, as friends. Yeah. Well, you know, no, we've, uh, I, I bring on the good guy side. I bring back Alan and I bring back the uh, Ayakashi sisters. I'd bring back. Well, that's I mean, that's the one bummer about the fact that. I, like, I understand why Crystal is what Crystal is, because Sailor Moon, this anime changed things and they're going, well, let's make a really more faithful version. I would have preferred a let's do a version with hindsight. Let's do a version where we do tighten it up and go let's make the connections that didn't happen the first time and have all the characters who have to show up for one episode there from the beginning let's say from from what i understand i kind of think that's what they did with pretty guardian the live act the tokusatsu show oh really which is one of the reasons i really want to watch it how dare you how dare you do this to me chris you just really really want to have a scene at the end of sailor moon where everybody they help comes back to help them yes and they all put their their hands on the, all of each other's shoulders. Yeah. yeah, because that would be super dope. Because it's the power rule. of friendship. I, no, I get it. Because we get we get fucking Molly's last appearance like 15 episodes before the end. Jedi flipping the bird. <laughs> yep. Hey, you said you wouldn't <laughs> want to watch a show where Usagi was like Queen of the Universe, but what if the crown season four was actually <laughs> about Crystal Tokyo? They were just like, England's boring. Okay. All right. No, I mean not the Crown season four. But if you're pitching me the 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 Usagi grown up show is like the Crown, uh, okay, I'll watch that. Very dramatic. Somebody, we used to get fanfic from our fans. Fans, Julian Anderson playing Queen Beryl. <laughs> fans mm-hmm. write the write the mm-hmm. Usagi the Crown, the tiara. I guess we'll call it. <gasps> that's, true. that's a good idea. You did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I earned my paycheck. Hey, um. Like this never happens again, right? Where like meeting Molly's where like mom. It takes over, where it like takes over a person. Yeah, where it like steals an identity and is then like a creepy monster masquerading well, as like your well, mom. Yeah, this is a pre-existing business that doesn't usually happen. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know what? Actually, hold on, that's not true. No? Um, there's at least a, right, an there existing was that millionaire, Maxfield Stanton. No. <laughs> Totally I was gonna say, normal guy. I was going to say Tokyo Disney um, exists, and by which I mean there was already an amusement park. It just wasn't an evil amusement park, I think. But she, but she was she was a mascot. She wasn't like a real person. No, but no, I, think I understand that. Like but I'm saying the business created. existed. And listen, maybe maybe we don't know. Maybe Bob Floyd's 
has been around for years and it's just Bob has gone missing recently. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe so. So OCP, did I, I remember there being an origin to that. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Crumple, crumple, bonk. throw, bonk. Yep, there we go. Into the college student. All right, bunhead. Into this 45-year-old man. No, this adult no. man. He's 18 years old. And he does take her test out and read it and judge it. In her, his which turtleneck cool. and blazer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you think you could pull off that outfit, Chris? Actually, yes. I think I could I could pull I I look good in layers. Then you should try it. I want to see it. TV video electronics. Okay. I like reading. I don't the like signs. turtlenecks though. The thing. Yeah, I'm not I'm mm-hmm. not that big mm-hmm. on it. I don't think if, I could would look good because I'm not I'm not svelte enough to pull it off, I don't think. I mean nor nor am I. Well, I I yeah, I don't know. I just don't think I could. That's all I I'm think saying. you should believe in yourself, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Did I ever tell you I don't know if I did. I I, I got a, a a really nice uh, array of shelves. Pardon me. <laughs> Listen, you don't really have to justify the connection here, buddy, or I am going to pump the brakes on this one. I, I got to no. First of all, I don't. You told me I could go on, di- on divergent, divergent mm. conversations, but I got a really nice array of shelves, and I did set up the uh, the tuxedo mask that you that you bought me many years oh, ago uh, on it. He looks amazing. He looks so cool. I know. Get a key. Get a Billy. Uh, no, I I um I. I tr- was going to try to get the IKEA version. It's not the, the that one. It's the one that's the, all the square shelves. Alex, there Alex, you go. Yeah. But I couldn't because it was sold out everywhere. Yes, uh, I tried. To, I I tried to buy one during quarantine, and in quarantine, everybody was like, "Let's go to IKEA.us." Right. I bought the the I think Target knockoff, and it's great. Wait, is that the is that the act break already? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're, flying by. oh, I love that. I Th- these shows, yeah, we pause a lot when we're doing this show normally. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> we talked about the episode, Luna. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, what's an episode? Um, and then she does her weird back break. Crack. With the cover to uh, to Detective Comics. God, look at the background establishing shot of that house. It just oh. looks so good. The, the, those painted oh, backgrounds always in all the pastels. Oh. Like it just def- it it defined a whole aesthetic for years. It was so good. So, did she say what kind of test she failed? Was it English or was it's it something English, else? Yeah. It was English. Okay. I mean, I guess that's not the worst thing. Like, right? I mean, how important is it for a Japanese student to know English? I mean, it's less about the subject and more about their grades. I know. I just don't want. Well, I mean, I guess she's probably failing at most things. It's been a while since we've watched these. I I don't think I've watched the first episode of Sailor Moon since we recorded the show about it. It's been years for me. Yeah, I've I've forgotten that uh, Ikuko is a stone cold fox. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, she does just sort of disappear. Hey, Shingo! Is he going to Shingo it? for is us? Yeah, let's, let's hope. Come on, do, do the nope. move. Do the move, Bart. Nope. Well, that's nope. not Shingo. 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 Nope. No shingo. Oh, oh, that hurts. Fucking bomayed the door so hard she briefly turned into a skeleton. <laughs> um, I guess uh, I guess that's like Fonzie showing up in a windbreaker. Like he wasn't he wasn't yet his full shingo self. I'm starting to feel dizzy from these extremely gaudy pieces. <laughs> this of enormous costume jewelry. So I guess some I get maybe something happens in this episode that makes Jedi go okay I'm not taking over any more businesses we're 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 starting from scratch. I mean he loses. 
Yeah, but I mean, he keeps losing, and that yeah, doesn't really change his strategy very much. Although, wait, so hold on, let's think about it. Like, episodes, Jedi's only around for the first ten. I think, like, we always think of him being around. Yeah, he loses way more ten times in a row because he's the best. Um, so I know he sets up his Mogwai shop. Like, that's probably an original business. What else does he do? He does the the, the radio station. He didn't Chanel's. make the radio station. I know there were Chanel's no, because the radio station continues to exist. Right. So the radio, so that's an existing business. He just worked his way into it somehow. Hey, if anybody um, knows where I can get that blanket and it will not cost me $800. Is that what it costs on that one site? I don't know. Oh, so I've know. seen versions of them that are very expensive. And and look, and I, I, I am not saying that they're not worth that. I know that blankets are difficult to make. $800 However, is a bit much. Yeah, it, look, let me know where I can get that blanket or if I get it as a duvet cover. That would be the best, actually. Yeah, it would probably work really well as a duvet cover. Uh, hit me up. I will. I will. Uh, I will pay a, a competitive market rate for it. The cat with a bald spot. It yeah. It's not supposed to be a bald spot, right? What, what is it supposed to be? Is it just like a yellow fur pattern? I assumed it, it was like met. Like I assumed it was metal. Yeah, well, or shiny really? or something. That's what I thought of it yeah. as. Yeah. But that would look kind of like a bald spot. Like, it would just be weird. I I don't know. Yeah, I, listen, I know it's dumb. Maybe I should just take one of my Luna fake toys and, and get two, like, generic Band-Aids and put them over her head. That, that would be... Do you have, like, a life-size Luna? No, not full life-size. They're... they're although, it's Who close to life-size. Who put the Band-Aids size. on Luna and why? Was it yes. The, she says it's the, is it the kids that she's like, oh, those kids were messing Yeah, I guess No, the, the kids, kids were, like, touching her butt or something, weren't they? I'm sorry? <laughs> What? I, I have a vague recollection of us talking about the kids touching her butt. Speaking of her butt, there she's just pooped out a gem. Yeah, um, uh, you want to talk about a lot of stuff that doesn't happen again? Sure. I mean, I mean, Luna does produce things from her butt throughout the first season. Uh, but like, Sailor Moon has like four powers in this episode that she does not exhibit at any other point in the series. It's true. Four? Like just, she gets a she gets a ton of like abilities early on that just like once sort of the show settles into its formula, it just sort of stops happening. Yeah. Well, Again, Chris, you haven't watched the last that episode yet. Season. If if she starts crying <laughs> and like big Aquaman sounds start coming out of her adongos, then I will I'll take it back. I'll be like, yes, actually, they did it. I mean, again, I wish that were the case. The long game. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. That's what I want. I want, again, I want us to rewrite Sailor Moon as like prestige television. Us? Yeah, yeah, you and me. Here's here's who should take on that Sailor Moon reboot. Two two boring ass white dudes in their <laughs> late thirties and early forties. Yeah, boring boring ass white dudes can can write about Sailor Moon. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, this transformation sequence rules. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you're right. Of course it does. It's the first one. Yeah. Listen, it's the classic. Jordan, I like, know that's your opinion on things. I've read Marvel comics before. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, that shot where it's like orbiting her head. That's so yeah. good. Well, and it's also like impressive because it, it like never actually does the, it never actually makes her neck look broken, which is kind of hard to do in that shot. Her, her, the fact that she does all the posing in the thing and then is like, what the hell did I just do? Is pretty adorable. Do you think that's like what oh, Princess radio. Serenity used to do? Uh, yeah. yeah, good question. Yeah, that's, Ra- that's yeah, radio transmitting. Yes, according her, her to Sailor Sense. 
Makes sense. According to uh, Wikimoon, that's her hearing over long distances through her Odongos, uh, which is as funny as the time Batman pulled the ears out of his hat, out of his cowl, and they were knives. And while people were talking to them, he pretended he couldn't hear them until he put them back in. What? That's incredible, actually. Yeah. Since when does he have a sense of humor? There's a, that Batman that has a great sense of humor. People forget that. I do forget that. I don't remember that at all. Terrifying. There's Not that little transformation the, sequence oh that they used in like well that that was in like the the original Sailor Moon dub opening, wasn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We saw it every episode for sure. They're gonna, she's gonna send her to the on, world of the dead. You think you could pull it off? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a callback. Hey, Sailor Moon silhouette. That's a creepy. Not creepy. Yeah. That's a really fun silhouette. That's a creepy lady. Just some light body horror here. Here it is. Here it comes. Let's do it. Very Love excited. and justice, both. So, do you think that this speech? Oshiokyo? There it is. Uh, she did it. She did yeah, the thing. She Oshiokyoed. Do you think the speech is something that like comes to her like magically, or does she like just think of it herself? I think it's. I think it's a little like. A little I bit think of both. it is a little bit of both because of what she says to people. Because mm-hmm. when she talks to people and she's like, you know, how dare you trample on a young girl's dream of being a painter or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's Usagi talking. Like, there's a couple of them where it's just missing the point completely. And also, like, right there, before she says it the first time, she kind of hesitates a little, like, uh, I need to say something here. What? Shit, shit, shit. I got it. Yeah. Oh, Shiokyo. I'm genuinely. Oh, and, and we were told, like, th- that uh, that I'll punish you is specifically what, like, people say to children. So it's like, oh. they uh, someone told us that it is like her going, I'm going to put you in timeout. Like, which is you've been bad. Funnier. So Sailor Moon shows up and goes, yeah. naughty, naughty, naughty. Yes. Okay. That's fun. Uh, so, because she talks about well, love and justice. Oh. <laughs> Um, I am if a, only you have I a soundboard. Full ass adult. <laughs> no, he's eighteen. Here I, am. I mean, that is, he could be a forty-five-year-old man. No, he can buy cigarettes though. A sixty-eight-year-old man. No, no. A seventy-five-year-old uh, man. Here he is this hedge fund manager. <laughs> no, he's he's it's, he's wild. Batman. Is we all know he's Batman. Here's what's wild: is that in the manga when he meets her, he's wearing a tuxedo. Yes, that is. He's a wearing silly. everything but the mask and the hat and the cape. Well, it's after five. What is he, a farmer? <laughs> um, so now she does her discus. Um, now, so she talks about love and justice, and that, like, especially that phrase, it's kind of like, does is that magically given to her? Like, listen, you're the champion of love and justice, or does she like sit there and go, "What am I going to fight for?" Like, love and justice, if, I guess. I think if, she's a fourteen-year-old girl, and given the opportunity, that's the kind of shit you just prepare in the shower. You are ready to pull that crap out. Again, if I was writing it, that would be like on the on the Silver Millennium coat of arms. Would be love and justice in English. In I mean, I'm joking. In, that was in Japanese, probably. George. Moon, ancient Moon Japanese. Ancient moon, moon Japanese, exactly. Language. Hey, she got dusted. Yeah, that nigga trash got dusted. Um, good thing it wasn't. Here we are. <laughs> um, he won't soon forget what happened here this night. Well, well, good. My job right. here is done. She Thanks. didn't do anything. 
And he is very cute. Yes, he. Of course, he's cute. Get out of here. Why would you say he's not cute? He's a good looking. Like he's yeah, that she saw from like two stories up. Wearing a mask. He's a good looking. As we all know, that's the most flattering angle is to see someone from (laughs) drastically below them. You know what? You know what? I just I feel like I can't really decide that I'm going to crush on someone unless I can see directly up their nostrils. He's got very discreet nostrils. It's very good. (laughs) Very discreet nostrils. So she's sleeping in class. It's kind of wild that that's the first episode of the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's Um, kind of perfect. But also, like, what what an odd bunch of things. I, I, I bet you you're sitting here going, I liked that girl. She's charming. I'd love to see her watching all her friends die for like five episodes in a row before Multiple anything times. remotely good happens. Yes. Multiple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, God, I, I, I have absolutely no memory of this opening. Like looking at it now, like I, I the visual is familiar, but which song is Maiden's policy just it. kind of overpowers literally every other opening uh, ending theme. I mean, his policy is a, is a banger, I think, is what or, the kids are calling it these days. As it is actually known. This is a good song, Boku too. No policy. No policy? Does, it, does it slap, as, as the youths are, 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 oh. are so wont to say? No, no, this song is good, too. This song is good, too. I hope somebody heard my very funny joke. I, I guess I didn't get you, it. I'm you sorry. Can, you can both listen back to it. It was oh. very funny. I got myself with it. Oh, and here comes... Uh... Memo. Here comes an adult. No. <laughs> a ninety-six-year-old man. This is this is a good song. I don't love the imagery because it is kind of weird. She just stands there until she like falls to her knees, and then he walks up and they hug. Like, okay, fine. Uh, but this is a nice song. I like that song. I don't remember what it's called though. It's no maiden's policy. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. Oh, Hi. I forgot about the previews. Fortune telling. Quit fooling, Serena. She oh she calls herself a superhero here. That's yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I mean she is one, but didn't uh, didn't put the hyphen in there though. No, that's, no, no, that's, no. that's copyrighted or a space. Certainly um, trademark. I I f- that is not Ray by the no. way. That no. character not Ray Hino. There, there's a there's like at least three or four fortune telling episodes. All right. Well, that was the first episode. Oh, is it? It's jumping right into episode two. Oh, no, Let me I, turn that I off. I paused it. Yeah. Uh, but yes, first episode of Sailor Moon. That's it's a great show, man. And we didn't talk about it much, but it was a it great is, show. <laughs> it is so weird to watch that and then be like, now what was going on? A hundred and ninety-eight episodes from now, oh, everyone was dead. Again. The entire world Again? is pretty much over. Yeah, and we find Wait. out that uh, that the uh, first Sailor Scout was poisoned by evil. Okay, you know you'll get that. Look, there, there, there's a lot that happens after this one. There's, real, you know... Real Adventure Time situation. There's some evil boys. There's there's some evil girls. There's a bad horse. Speaking of Dr. Evil's... Uh, or Dr. Dr. Huddy, what it's called. We know, haven't like, even talked about Sailor Moon Eternal. And I, I... I started it up. And like in the first four minutes, that horse showed up. And I was like, mm-hmm. damn you. Mm-hmm. Well, see, that one I didn't even consider watching because I was kind of going, well, 
maybe at some point we'll do that. And I've the horse. Yeah, but look, I don't have to watch everything the first time while we're doing on the show. Yes, that was our that's our commentary track for the first episode. Yeah, you know what? A very brisk superhero story. I, unsurprisingly, I like it. It, it I, I love it. It is very funny that she uses power she'll never use again. It is a little bit like if Spider-Man did, yeah, like, I don't even know, flew in, in Amazing Fantasy 15 and then was like, yeah, I don't need to do that anymore. Like, it's 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 a little weird that we introduce abilities that will never come back. Like, Honestly, what a strange thing to do. It's fun that we spend, like, half the episode with this lazy slob crybaby girl who then is told like oh your friend's in trouble and she's just instantly like yes talking cat i shall become a bat i shall become a moon <laughs> yes she cat, looked out I her shall window become a moon she saw the moon she's just like let's go let's do it uh yeah like to be fair jordan uh mm-hmm. peter parker does not fight many other professional wrestlers after the events of <laughs> but he learned the lesson and and he keeps having to learn it too well, so, so he, everybody screws up that. a few times uh, uh yeah anyway so folks we're gonna be uh back in uh i think we're gonna try and release these weekly leading up to uh usagi day 2021 uh and the final episode of sailor moon sailor yeah. Moons. uh but be here next time we uh we ran a poll to see what we should do and i will tell you the winner in a landslide <laughs> a a crushing victory for uh the episode with the very large cat Rhett butler so be here for that uh annie where can everybody find you online you can find me on twitter at annie zard that's a-n-n-i-e-z-a-r-d you can also find info about uh my shows i will fight you gem jammer and date me damn it uh that i do with crooked russian cam at crooked russian cam dot horse or crooked russian cam dot gay they both go to the same website uh and also on our twitter at crc podcasts jordan where can everybody find us uh you can find us uh, on twitter at sailor business uh and you can find us uh on sailorbusiness.com i guess um Oh, and you can find us on Patreon uh, if you go patreon.com slash sailor business where you can support us as a patron and probably get a secret bonus commentary. Oh, yeah, it's it's not a secret. There will be a third commentary <laughs> track exclusively up on Patreon. Uh, so head over there if you want to hear that and get some other bonus content. We have uh, we have a significant amount of outtakes from every episode of Xena Business over there uh, and a, a good amount of cut content from sailor Piz as well so uh make sure to check that out uh be here next time when we dive into uh what is it episode oh let's see i just had it open 31 uh episode 31 of sailor moon where luna falls in love no she doesn't No. no she definitely doesn't fall in love although honestly i mean we should talk about this on that episode a better choice than artemis by far uh be here for that next time where we all fall in love. Where we all fall in love again with Rhett Butler. Well, fall in love with Rhett Butler and Chris, as we all know. Fall in love with Zoocyte covered in rats. Well, I was going to say Rhett Butler's <laughs> butthole, but anyway, sure. Yeah. And until, until you see Rhett Butler's butthole. Rhett butthole. <laughs> Keep your mind on sailor business. 